we are playing Vampire the Masquerade. VTM only half romanticizes vampires, and a large portion of the game is about exploring just how much of a monster you're willing to become. Since this game deals with heavier issues than most games we tend to play on this podcast, I am issuing a content warning for the following subjects on basically every episode. Blood. Violence. Body horror. Abuse of all forms. Issues of consent. And torture. If you feel uncomfortable to listening to any of these subjects, please tread lightly, and we will not blame you if you skip this campaign. Thank you. Last time on Vampire the Masquerade, the Coterie was informed that the shit is hitting the fan all at once at the same time. Uh, the Anarchs are kind of getting rowdy. They're, they're, they're realizing that there's a power vacuum that they are desperate to fill. Uh, meanwhile... Rick Ward is like, hey, I can be a better prince than fucking Virgin Neo. I'm going to be the prince. I'm declaring Praxis. And basically starting a civil war. And then... Ward, the dumbest vampire in Chicago. And then the Sabbat are like, hey, this is a real nice city. It would be a shame if some Sabbat infested it. And then the Second Inquisition was like, hey, this is kind of turning into a hub of blank body activity. Maybe we should go fucking check that out and do something about it. So, all of the thing happening, it's, it's all happening. Everything happens all the time. Yes. It does. Uh, so the players decided to go and take care of the Anarchs first, where they met a lot of the big players, or, well, they met a cu- couple of the big players of the Anarchs, and they heard basically all of the big important names that they're going to be hearing about. They talked to Harlan Greaves, who is a Nosferatu, and he is also a doctor. And he's going around and being like, hey, I'm going to go talk to some of the people I'm, I've am i got some good reputation with. Uh, and let them know that your prince is offering territory if we help with some problems. But he refused to talk to... Three, uh, three of them. Calvin Barnes, who you guys went to go talk to and discovered that he and Virginio have a history and as a result, Calvin Barnes really does not like Virginio. The, the prince is not Calvin Barnes's favorite person. Um, and then uh, Harlan Greaves also was refusing to talk to... I believe I'm, I said Amelie Cleveland and James Yellowstone, who are the Ventru and the uh, Bruja Anarch Barons, respectively. So you guys took care of two of the four that you're going to need to take care of. And it was like, hey, it's getting pretty late. Morning's coming. We should probably go home before we, you know, combust and die again. And that's where we are right now. So... So I need everybody to roll rouse checks. I see that Chloe has beaten me to the punch. So it's just uh, ape and... I failed mine. Okay, so the only person who gets hungrier is Kor. So Kor, you're now at hunger level three. Cool, cool. 
Salem, you are still at level two. And Jonathan, you have special bullshit that allows you to roll twice, so you barely ever get hungrier at any point during these. So you're fine. Special bullshit just being I have eight humanity. I I have one extra point of one stat. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's go in the order that we rolled rouse checks again. So, Salem, you still have one point in hunger. You still have one extra pip in hunger uh, that you could potentially take care of if you want to do that. I mean... If you're going to give me the option, I guess I should do it. Alright, I need you to roll me manipulation plus subterfuge. Or intimidation plus fame. Whichever one you want. I think we had put it we had done like custom because of the character and it was manipulation plus fame yeah that's right so you can go ahead and roll manipulation plus fame um okay what's my fame at again i know it was very high oh three i think it was like three yeah three or four three no secondary i know i know it was like popular it's like high enough where like you're like a household name Oh my god, it's Salem Jones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, you go to one of your, like, normal hangouts, and you just hang around a bit, and then you get up, and then you find someone who goes, Oh my god, it's Salem Jones! Uh, Oh my god, it's Salem Jones! (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, do you mind if I, like, do you mind if I, like, get a selfie with you? Oh, I don't mind at all. I've always got times for fans. Yeah, so they get up and they, like, get their selfie stick out and they point out and they, um... Uh... Let's see. What stupid thing do they do with their hands? Thumbs up. There we go. They're gonna give a thumbs up. Oh, no. Honey, no. What? Nothing. I didn't say that. Uh, I didn't okay. say it out loud. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Uh, thumbs thumbs up and uh and they take the selfie i mirror the thumbs up though okay as much as it pains you thumbs up is so uncool i'm sorry (laughs) i know because i do thumbs up (laughs) all right so here's my question how are you gonna get them uh how are you going to get them alone so that way you can like take a bit bit of a bite take a little nibble Oh, I mean, there's a million and one ways to do it. I could just, like, <laughs> offer to feed them and be like, I've already eaten, but if you want, we can hang out and I could, and I don't mind buying you something. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll go for that. I won't make you roll for it. Like, the, the successes, the successes is, are enough, honestly, like, to. Yeah, just this, find a very so. secluded corner booth. Like, this is a club or, like, a bar or some sort of pub-type place. If it's my usual haunt, there are places I know where to go to be away from cameras and people. Exactly. So, here's the question. I'm technically supposed to ask this every time. I kind of slacked off last campaign. How much do you take? Do you kill this person to slake it all? No, it's just a single dot. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, you... You take a single dot worth that 
worth of blood. Uh, you lick the wounds clean. They are all the evidence is just vanished. And, uh, and I make sure to feed them afterwards and buy them a cab ride home if they're not feeling well. Very nice. You're you're a Salem you're a Jones is dog. a conscientious predator. <laughs> All right. Don't say Salem Jones is a nice person. They're not. <laughs> they're not even Salem Jones. Salem Jones uses mind fuckery in order to like get easy meals if they can't find someone. Real, it's real fucked up. Anyway, uh, core, you wake up. You're starting to get, you're starting to get hangry. That's like that's an actual thing that vampires can do is get hangry. I really, I don't know why, but the combination, like I don't mind the word on its own, but when you put it within the context of vampires, it bothers me. <laughs> anyway, so are you gonna go out to eat, or are you gonna uh, chow down on the person who has? decided to take uh to, to you take know, sometimes you gotta go get some fast food you know okay so uh, have i been like contacted by anybody like has the rest of the group texted or anything no um there's I probably got some time i have better hunting grounds now so i don't have to like take yeah. the car yeah um i i will say this uh i forgot to think of stuff in the meantime but uh a few of your Got like a few of your ghouls would have suggested other gift ideas for your large adult great grandson. Well, maybe I can steal something while I'm out. There you go. All right, so uh, you are. I am a, a Sandman type. Sandman. Type. So yeah, you need to roll me dexterity plus stealth. Can I do you? Two. That's enough to um to just let you have the meal like so you go to a fairly well-to-do hotel or like we'll say it's more like an airbnb uh it's, it's a real nice airbnb that somebody's renting out and uh somebody's just uh started to settle in for the night um i know sundown is earlier and earlier as december goes on but uh yeah. this this person is probably just in town for business, and so they're gonna get a good night's sleep, so that way they can like wake up the next early the next morning, like find a place to get a good cup of coffee. So oh, they need that coffee. Oh yeah, they are. Uh, so yeah, it's it's not even a question of like how you get how how you do it. Like you just wait for them to fall asleep. You break in. I know you're really good at breaking in. I'm not gonna make you roll for it. And uh, you just it's literally my special skill. Mm -hmm. So here's the question: I believe, even in rules as written, uh, you can safely take two pips. Do you slake the third by killing them? <sighs> no, I don't want to leave a trail. That's that gets police involved. Police eventually keep, you know, ask questions like, "Hey, how many dudes are actually living in this apartment? Hey, why are you so pale? Hey, how come you have so much teeth? Ow, where is my neck?" <laughs> Not to mention police saying, "Hey, this person just mysteriously died of anemia while the second inquisition is in the city." Probably would draw a lot of suspicion. It's more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead and take yourself down to one hunger. Awesome possum. 
while I'm in here, is there anything around that I can, like, find that looks like it would be a good gift for, like, a 30 to 40-year-old medical doctor? Let me see what you should roll. Go ahead and roll me, um, wits plus... How, how, how in-depth do you want to get to looking? Do you want to just give it a quick once around, or do you want to, like, spend time trying to, uh, find something? Because that would alter what I would have you roll. Uh, I mean, we're coming down to, like, we've got, like, a few days, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm already in here. I might as well look around. Okay, so go ahead and roll me, uh, wits plus investigation. Okay. One, uh, nah, you can't really, like, it's it's an Airbnb, the person who rents it out. They hit all their nice stuff. Yeah, they hit all their nice stuff, and, like, trying to, like, go more into depth in it would cause a ruckus, and someone with a lot of blood loss would probably wake up and just be, like, yeah. really fucking woozy and, like, try and call the police, so, uh, I, I will say that you probably look around and you're like, eh, I can't find anything, and... Yeah, let's just go. Speaking from experience, anemia does make it very hard to sleep. Alright. So then, that brings us to Jonathan Ross. Jonathan Ross, you've been up for like an hour. Yeah. Uh, and you're also not any hungrier. Yeah. Got that. I, uh, I, I don't, I don't like drinking from Anna, so I try and stretch it out as best as I can. Uh, so what do you do with this free hour and then probably another free hour as the other two start uh, hunting for the night? I would like to go over to Luke's. Okay, let me roll a rouse check for Luke. Okay, he doesn't get any hungrier. Congrats. I know he doesn't like having me over, but also I want to talk business with him. Okay. Honestly, it's probably like if you get over, if you go over there, like as soon as you wake up, he is probably just starting to. Actually, what day is was the tenth of December in twenty eighteen? Because depending on what day it was, he might be busy making drugs as opposed to selling them. Tenth uh, was a Monday, so no, he will probably. He will probably be uh, getting his stuff ready to start selling them. Yeah, right. By the time you, by the time you get over, um, his house does not smell ex- especially nice. It smells like a meth lab because it's Shrug. a meth lab. Shrug. But yeah, when you uh, knock on the door, uh, it's not Luke who answers. I don't have a handout ready for Luke's boyfriend, but um. Luke's boyfriend and answers the door and he goes, Oh, hey, uh, you're Jonathan, right? I swear we've met. Your face looks so familiar. We we've met a couple times, but like I it's it, like I still have trouble like remembering if that's actually your name. It, it, that I think it's right. Yes. Cool. Okay. Um uh, he goes, uh yeah, I'm a lot. Yes, yeah. You're, you're not the only one who has an awful time with names. Yeah, so it's, it's cool, man. Uh, you here to see Luke? Yeah, if he's up. Uh, yeah. Uh, he moves over and and he finds Luke, uh, Luke, and Luke comes down here and he looks kind of embarrassed that you're at his place. I shrug. 
<laughs> and uh, he goes, hey, what's up? Hey, do you have some time to talk about a project? Um, I should, like, I don't, I don't need to, I don't, like, have hard hours that I work, so I'm kind of free for right now, yeah? Cool. Let's maybe, you know what? Let's go to your lab. All right. He leads you in, uh, and he takes you into a basement. So, uh, I'm not sure if you meant his meth lab or if you meant his blood alchemy lab, but they're the same lab, so he leads you to the basement. Okay. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, uh, what, what's up? Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Alright, so, um... So, like... Anna and I are... Like, together, but not. Okay. Like, you've... I, you uh, figured I mean, that out by now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's... It's... It's, yeah, I, I, it's a weird thing. It's weird. I, I think I kind of, I kind of get it. Like, it's less about the romance, more about, like, being support pillars for each other, right? Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. So, um, so she isn't a ghoul. Huh. Uh. Could have sworn that she was. No. Uh, I... I found a way to strip most of the undeath out of my blood and just turn it into sort of like a mental stabilizer. But not anything else. He gives you a look, and then he says, you say what I do is impressive. Ah, uh, well, I see, because I'm here to talk about what you do. Because, like, so, so that... All that shit happened like two years ago, uh, you know, when when we met. Yeah. And uh, Virginio started getting Anna help, so she doesn't need my blood anymore. So we don't got to worry about that. Um. The trick is, uh, since she's not a ghoul, she's still aging, and I'm not. Uh, yeah, I can see where that's a problem. And I don't want to make her a ghoul because, well, I'm not going to give you the full detail here, but let's say addiction is not a place I want to put her back into. Uh, yeah, uh, trust me, working with that particular group, I can tell you for a fact that addiction sucks, but I mean, I gotta make my money somehow. Yeah, so... I have been doing experiments nonstop with my blood. You know, my sire is a Tremere, so I got enough Tremere in me that I can fuck around if I want to. And I've learned some neat stuff. I haven't figured out how to strip everything out of my blood except for the vampiric longevity. Okay. And I feel like I'm hitting a dead end, and I don't want to go talk to my sire, because she's the worst. 
yeah, yeah, your sire's fucking weird. Like, I I talked to her one time, and I swear she was, like, on coke or something. I didn't know vampires could do coke. Well, not directly. We can, uh, we can do all kinds of things indirectly, though. Okay. All right. So, uh, my first thought is... If I don't want to go to my sire, and I don't want to go to the prince, who is the best person I know who can help me figure out how to do something weird and unorthodox with my blood? And he came to me. I came to you. He came, he came to me because I got the, the, the thing with the... Because you do some incredible stuff with vampire blood. I mean, I wouldn't say it's incredible. I mean, I it's still like I I kind of learned how to be able to do things that like vampires can do just basic ass stuff. Like, oh god, um, that thing where core jumps really high. I, I, I can, like, get blood to do that now. But it's it's not, like, the real impressive stuff. Still Make really blood amazing. jump impressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Luke, that's incredible. Like, except under a whole bunch of real specific conditions, blood loses potency, like, a minute after it leaves the body. So... The fact that you can bottle it and keep it for later? That is incredible stuff. I mean, it works better when you keep it cold, so... He looks over at the refrigerator that he has probably a ton of blood stored in. He goes, yeah, um, I mean... I can work on it. I know you guys are doing something right now, so, uh, it's probably, like not the best time but yeah we can definitely like try and hammer some stuff out later yeah i'd like you know this isn't something that needs to be done by the end of the week here you we're, we're talking about thwarting human aging we have a human lifetime's worth of time to stop it depending on how old she is probably only half of one but i mean you get what i mean yeah i'm, I'm being pedantic at this point all right, yeah. Um, so, um, what do you need from me? Do you just, do you need a pint? Yeah, I could probably use some of it. Uh, let me just, and then he goes and grabs uh, some stuff and he sets up a way to um, draw blood from you and he, uh, put, he bags it up. Real professional-like. Um, if, if he wasn't a drug dealer, he could probably at least be a nurse uh and then he writes down like who it used to belong to and then like puts it back in his refrigerator filled with blood both bagged and bottled oh um i should actually if you if you can like split that into three i can i can do a little bit of stuff with it so you can see what i've already got figured out oh yeah sure uh he works to split it into three now 
So we got the, the normal one, that's the control group, and then one of them, and I don't know if you want me to roll on it, I use Extinguish Vitae on it. Uh, yes, I would like you to roll on that, because you could potentially get hungrier. Alright. Costs a rouse check to use. I do not don't, get hungrier. Don't get hungrier. Uh, and then... Blood Sorcery plus Intelligence. A success. It's supposed to be a combative role, but I'm casting out blood in bags. Yeah, a success is enough. All right. So I strip all the undeath out of it, except for the bit that makes it mentally restorative. And then I crack my knuckles and limber up a bit, and I hold my right hand out towards the other one and I roll resolve plus blood sorcery and the difficulty is three so I get it Hooray. and I use blood of potency on it so I increase its potency by one huh okay alright yeah uh, and then he throws it all he marks he marks the ones that you do stuff specifically to with like the stuff that you did them with uh that you did to them and throws them in the fridge and he's like all right yeah uh i'll take a look at that yeah um all oh, right shit you don't eat so i can't invite you out to go eat god damn it let's hang out sometime soon yeah yeah uh i should probably get to work be safe out there you too. You're dealing with a lot scarier stuff than I am. I don't say you don't know the half of it out loud. <laughs> but I definitely think of it. Alright. Alright. So then. Now that that is all resolved, uh, the hungry vampires are no longer hungry. And the not hungry vampire has talked to his best friend? Question mark? Not best friend. I have a best friend. He works in a diner. Okay. But Luce, a very good friend, and uh, I don't, I don't know if there's a word for someone you've just kind of taken under your wing to watch out for, but that's that's kind of how I regard him. Okay. All right. And uh, so the night is yours. You, you all eventually meet up. All right, gang, do we want to deal with the Ventro or do we want to deal with the Bruja? The Bruja is going to be difficult to deal with, but like in a reasonable way, if that makes any sense. They're going to have, they're going to be standoffish, but they're not going to be weird about it. Whereas the Ventro was just going to make this a whole fucking deal. I mean, at least they're an 11th gen Venture. Yeah, it's... But there's still, like, it's going to be a fucking deal. Like, they have a rose in their cleavage. Cleavage. I almost said they're, Cleveland. They're Cleveland. <laughs> a rose in their Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. We should, I think we should deal with Amelia first. Yeah, I kind of want to just get them out of the way. It's, it's going to be a production. I have no strong feelings one way or the other. All right. So then, how are you going to tra uh, track Amelia Cleveland down? 
Because remember, you don't know exactly where she is. Oh, for fuck's sake, you think it would be easier than it is. My first instinct is to just fucking call Harlem and ask okay. where she lives. What if we stage a play? What if we stage a showing of, Vamp- of Phantom of the Opera? No fucking way can they resist. Uh, then you'd honestly would probably attract uh, Chandra before you would attract Amelia. She's <laughs> a Ventru, not a uh, not a Toreador. Exactly. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Then again, you get Chandra, the theater kid. Ventru are the like shitty capitalist ones. Toreador are the arts freaks. Yeah, I, I know she fucking looks like a Snow White character, Abe, but that's not going to be her personality. Probably. <laughs> sure, she looks like she LARPs in the park at the Ren Fair. <laughs> I don't actually have a good plan here. So, like, the obvious answer is somebody makes the required roll. Somebody rolls intelligence plus streetwise my streetwise skill is zero intelligence is three but my streetwise is zero yes streetwise is also zero (laughs) and as is my politics damn you're the worst fucking (laughs) why did he make you the fucking uh sheriff damn (laughs) you don't need to be political to be able to go hey i need you to help me kill this guy there's no politics involved with that. Like, if you're a sheriff, you generally have a supporting cast of people who will track stuff down for you. I do have somebody who has four dice on intelligence plus streetwise. Five if we include wits instead of intelligence. But otherwise, we need to, like, ask somebody a question. Yeah. Again, my first thought is we just call Harlem Greaves and ask him be like hey we actually got through to calvin maybe you could like give us an address on the other two yeah harlem seems like the harlem seems like a reasonable person as loose of the definition of person as they are yes we're, we're still people motherfucker we just have medical uh, uh, conditions actually a pair uh, according to the lord no you actually are not that's stupid <sighs> Agreed. Personhood comes from engagement with your environment. Vampires can engage with their environment. Anyway, so who's going to call Harlem? Because depending on who calls Harlem, it could be go a lot easier or slightly less easy. He does like you all because you did show you did not like fucking insult him to his face. Well, it's either going to be the person with all the talking dice or the person who is also a Nosferatu. Are you sure that it's streetwise that we would roll? Because investigation seems like that would also fit. I mean, if you want, you can try and roll investigation. Because, like, I can actually do that a little bit. I just said streetwise because that's what it says on the handout. Streetwise roll required. I've, I forgot that investigation is a... Uh... Is, was a skill when I put that on there. I also did not expect any everybody in this party to have zero streetwise. So yes, you may roll investig- intelligence plus investigation. Uh, okay, I got two successes. Two successes. Yeah. Um. 
So I will give you the rough area that uh, she is in, which is to say which red square that she's in. So if you open up the map of the territories, uh, do you see that red square up uh, by west side that is sort of in the green and purple? Yep. Yeah, that's her. Cool beans. All right, uh, I can't pinpoint her exactly, but she's somewhere in this area. So we know her territory. Question is, it's a pretty big area. So where are we going to find them? I mean, there is always the option of just asking someone. Pull out my phone, check around on Google Maps. Are there any buildings of note in that area? She's a fucking venture. She's going to live as high class as she can. It's true. So there are a couple of buildings of note, but there's also a pretty high class, like, suit shop for, for men that is also there. That is a good potential place with, like, hey, she probably hangs out here because this is an this is a high-class place, and she probably, like, would maybe even owns the business. I could check that out. I mean, I've got the kind of money to be buying suits, is what I'm saying. Following your lead here, Sheriff. All right. Yeah. So, you, yeah, you you arrive at the, um, at the suit store, and it, it's got a couple mannequins like in the front display of like showing the really it's like really really nice cuts like these are definitely not suits you just buy on a whim these are i have money and i am buying a suit for going out and at my uh high class parties that i just regularly go to probably will spill some cocaine on this but it's okay i have people who can clean it nice just cocaine stain also, you keep saying suit store, and I keep hearing soup store, and <laughs> my brain is just going, why are you, why buying, are you buying clothes at the soup, soup store? store? <laughs> I don't anyway, know what the technical term for it is, though. I Just a suit. Taylor. A suit Taylor. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I mean, Taylor's fit clothes, but yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Anyway, um... I've got three dots and resources. I feel like that's a reasonable enough reason to be buying a suit. Yeah, so you get in there and the, um... Oh, hold on. Wait, before I walk in, I want to use awe. Uh, add the presence rating to any skill roll inv No, um, awe, I know for a fact that you don't need to roll to rouse. Like, awe just happens. Okay, I'm activating awe. I'm, I'm activating famous-ass person walking into this suit shop. Okay. Don't, like, vampires have the ability to detect when they're being odd? They do. I'm not trying to, like, use it to woo any vampire person. I'm using it to woo any mortal workers. Okay. So, you walk in, and the gentleman at the counter goes, I'm sorry, we're about to close for the... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's Salem Jones. <laughs> Fuck off, Colin. What? What? No, what? no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. You um, activated awe, and you're a famous person. I'm... I'm famous, good-looking, and kind of rich. Yeah. So, he would probably know. I'm just going to be like, Hi. I'm... was hoping you could 
get help me get fitted for a suit. I've got a uh, classy gig going. You yes, wouldn't think course, they would hire someone that makes music like I do for that, but uh, well, depends on the type, depends on the party, depends on a lot of factors. I'm not going to question it. Of course. Let's show you towards our selection and we can get started and he will start like walking you through like the various suits and their cuts and like he tells you like you know how how much you want your chest to be guarded like how much you want to open up it's it's very technical terms that i myself am not super into but like this right. is this guy's job so he, he will tells know me all better. the suit facts yes yeah i just while we're picking out i'm just gonna start making small talk oh you know, I've never been in this place before. I usually, you know, I haven't had a lot of cause to buy a suit before, so I'm afraid I'm a little ignorant on this. And he's like, well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you find the best possible uh, way to dress for for the event that you're going to. And, on, and honestly, these are, these are, if I may say so myself, very nice suits. You can use them for multiple... You can use them for multiple occasions. It's highly recommended that you do. They are quite expensive. Right, naturally. I mean, you get what you pay for, don't you? You do get what you pay for, yes. I like to pride myself on the quality of my work. Do you uh, own this establishment, then? Uh, no, no. Um, I'm one of the managers, but I do not own the establishment. I, I... Sorry, I just assumed because you know your way around so well and i know the city pretty well i was amazed i hadn't uh we hadn't met anywhere before well different circles it's nice to know that you're finally get that it's nice to know that you're getting a job that finally let allowed us to meet with each other though yeah of course uh i'm trying to think of a way to ask so who owns this place then uh, you can just ask that. That wouldn't be a weird question. <sighs> it is kind of a weird question, though. Okay. Yeah, as as the, I'm being helped into uh, a jacket, a suit jacket, I'm just going to give you like. So, who owns this establishment then? Ah, yes, that would be uh, Miss Cleveland. She she currently owns the shop. Uh, she might have my head a little bit that, that I'm keeping it open so late past uh past closing time but i mean a customer's a customer oh no 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 of, of course not uh in fact if you'd like i can i'll personally apologize to her myself for keeping you so busy so late at night for that one i am going to have you roll <laughs> uh go ahead and roll me this sounds like manipulation plus subterfuge but you can also add like all your fucking dots in uh in I only dom one, well, dot in one dot you can add presence. one dot and dot yeah so oh, wait, oh it's presence on. not dominate okay either way uh yeah yeah uh awe is a presence thing you know i was just going to i need to look at my merits real quick sorry okay i wanted to see if being if having good looks helps me with this role looks these modifiers only apply when you can be seen uh add two dice to all appropriate social dice rolls yeah you can add two dice to this 
add one extra dice to all perfect. Okay, I've got a dice from on, a dice from okay. Manipulation plus what did you say? Uh manipulation plus subterfuge. Subterfuge. Manipulation. Two extra dice. Uh three successes. Three successes, that's enough. Um I had the difficulty set at two in my in my brain meets. Uh so he goes, honestly, that would probably that would help me out a lot to be oh, if if we're gonna so uh i i shall go fetch her real quick uh we're we're mostly done here i just need to i imagine this is sort of the sort of thing where i'm going to have to come back later after you make some adjustments exactly yes uh so he he takes some measurements real quick and then pulls up his uh he pulls up the store phone and like dials because he's not going to just like leave you unattended to like fucking steal shit he's not dumb <laughs> look i'm i'm famous that means i'm probably a thief <laughs> so he calls her and uh and eventually you hear from uh upstairs you hear a door open and down walks a lovely looking lady um she's not wearing a frilly red dress like in the fucking picture ape stop getting on my nuts about it then why did you use that picture <laughs> because it looks like how i imagined what her face and hair would be um so she's obviously kind of on the pale side but other than that she looks fairly beautiful she's got long black hair um and she is wearing that um that little like crimson like necklace pendant thing in there but uh, aside from that blood. uh might not be full of blood but is um but she is she is wearing rather nice clothes that are red tinted so that way you know if she spills while eating it doesn't show up as well i mean also it's it a nice makes color. her makes her look more alive also yeah or less i'd forget how those work <laughs> so she walks down and uh she looks at you and she looks at the the guy and she goes richard if you could go into the back for a little while i need to talk to our client and uh he goes at, at once miss cleveland and he just heads into the back and she goes charmed to meet you sheriff Always a pleasure. Happy to meet everybody in this city. Surely I hope I didn't do something that warrants this visit. Ah, well... Yes and no. But I'm not here for the reason you might expect I am, and I'm not Stank Eye. This is true. This is true. How is the Scourge, by the way? How is he doing? Uh... You would know. Nobody's fucking seen Stank Eye since, like, Halloween. That's not unusual since he became discouraged. Like, Stank Eye just disappears for months at a time now. Hmm. Well, as you might expect, I don't really see a lot of him. No one ever does. Ah, uh, which is more worrying than reassuring sometimes, but... Well... Mm, yes. Uh, surely you also did not come alone. I know that you typically have a coterie you work with. Oh, right, right, and I yes, I should include them if you 
give me just a moment to call them in. By all means, invite them in. Yeah, I just get Jonathan and Cor. Hi, be part of the scene, please. Yes, I am trying to include the other players. I am trying to let them have fun as well. Sure, we've just been chilling in the car, and now we're not chilling in the car. Yes. I mean, I'm just, I got you here in case you want to do something. You don't have to do anything. I'll be in the room. Yeah. So, we're aware that you and the other... Amelia is the one that likes being called a Baron, right? Correct. Okay. Just wanted to check that. Okay. So, we're aware that you and the other Barons of... Americans among the Anarchs have been making claims on territory. Yes, I'm slicing my own little piece of heaven's the wrong word for it since we've been cast out of there forever but heaven nonetheless right and we're here to make we're here to offer you a deal rather than the usual fare among the Camarilla of slit the throat of whoever crossed you and show them the sun that's an interesting thing to say what exactly are you offering? There's been a recent re-incursion of the Sabbat in the city. And rather than dealing with the Sabbat and also dealing with the Anarchs, on the authority of the Prince, I've been given permission to offer all of the barons in the city a slice of territory in exchange for help with weeding out the Sabbat from Chicago. How big and where? That's up in the air right now, open for negotiations, let's put it. Ideas have been submitted to carving out a slice between our Bruja and Gangrel territories. Figure put the Anarchs close to the nearly Anarchs. There's also been talk of carving out some of the Ventru territory, specifically Rick Wards, for you all to be in. Size hasn't been discussed. Again, it's of her discussion. When you say that uh, Rick, w- that you might carve up Rick Ward's territory, she kind of lights up and goes, "Oh my! What did Rick do to have part of his territory cut like that again?" Ward has fallen out of favor. Yeah. I mean, he's only in the position due to relative age, generation, I should say, and nepotism. Question isn't what has Rick Ward done, it's... Why hasn't he done more? (laughs) Uh, I need you to roll me charisma... And we'll say persuasion. 
which one of us? How about the one with the good dice? Yeah. Oh, and I deactivate awe because I'm not trying to get that for that. Okay. And meanwhile, she is going to roll... How does, uh... Four. Oh my even god! Five, six. Six successes. I mean, she has pretty good intelligence plus insight, so she could potentially uh, glean more of this, glean more than what you want to know from her. But, like, it's gonna be tough. I was tough. gonna say, you should get an extra die because I'm helping. I think that's how it works. I mean, I was just gonna spend your willpower to reroll through those three dice that I failed anyway. Okay. So two more successes. Two more successes. Get so four, five, six, seven, eight. I believe if every she, word you say. If no, it's not that she believes the words. It is more that she's trying to get more info than you want to lead on. And if she crits, she could potentially get eight. So or above. So I'm still going to roll for her. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oof. For the folks Extremely at home, no. for the folks at home, that is success. that is eight successes versus one success. Favor Salem. Um, so she she sort of looks at you like something more is going on, but you can tell that she cannot puzzle it out, and so eventually she says. Well, I really hope it is Rick Ward's territory that we get. I would detest having to be down by Englewood. She, she sort of makes a face at that. However, shoving all of the Anarchs in the city into one concentrated area going to cause a lot of competition. Even if there aren't a lot of us, that's still more mouths to feed in one area than most places have in the city. It would have to be a considerable amount of territory to share among seven barons and all the people who follow them. But I suppose we could try to make it work. I kind of shrug. Like I said, size is up for negotiation. I, the better you all do the job, that's the more amenable the prince is going to be for giving you large plots of land. And this job would entail what exactly? As of right this minute, we just need information. We're not looking to put you all into combat situations. Sheriff Jones over here told you about the spot. We need to know who they are, we need to know where they are, we need to know what they're doing. Although, if you do feel like sticking your neck out, please, by all means. I'm not exactly the combative type. I didn't think so. But looks can be deceiving. Of course. After all, your prince, your former prince, I should say, did throw everyone for quite a long time, so to speak. I shrug. I suppose it's true. Broke my leg before we killed him. 
Interesting. I'm at least open to the idea of hearing what the prince wants to say. So, consider me at least intrigued. Well, it's certainly better than a no. I extend my hand to shake, then. Uh, she... I very want to... I very strongly want to say that that's not as good as a yes. (laughs) Right. I very strongly want to say you being interested doesn't actually get you If you want to interrupt, interrupt. I don't want to ruin things, though. (laughs) All right. Uh, she reaches out and she... No, I'm gonna do it. Okay, okay do it, do it. Do it. I cock an eyebrow and I just say, interested is great. But that doesn't actually help advance the cause, though. Please, please don't misunderstand. We're not here giving handouts. We can't go back to the prince and say, yes, she was very interested. We we need to know that you're going to produce things for us. Well, I need to know exactly the size, the scope, and the area that we're going to do before I can give a hard yes. You have to understand. So I'll show up. I'm afraid you have to understand. You've got your chickens and eggs backwards. Why should I agree to a slice of territory before I'm shown what that territory is? I will show up to, presumably there's going to be a meeting with the prince himself. We will discuss the territory. And if I find it agreeable, I shall certainly do all that I can to help. And if I don't, I'll simply have to carve my own little slice of pie for myself. I would implore you to reconsider. Because my understanding is that the meeting you're expecting is going to happen after the Sabata deal with. You are earning chips right now. And if you show up with an empty hand, you will be turned away at the door. Roll me. Charisma. Plus persuasion. Oh, those things I'm great at. Yeah. Don't you have a good intimidation score? Would that also work? Intimidation could work if you want. My intimidation and persuasion are actually equal. Okay. I gotta figure out what I want to roll for her. It's gonna be resolve plus... Uh, which one are you rolling? Intimidation or persuasion? Um, I feel like I'm trying to galvanize her by invoking FOMO. So that would be intimidation. Okay, I'm going to roll roll resolve plus intimidation. Congratulations, you made the correct choice. She has one less dice in intimidation than she does persuasion. Could I could I maybe lobby for like composure that I didn't? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same. It's the same amount of dice for her. No, no, no. Oh, for me. Oh, oh, for you. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll allow composure. Excellent. Okay. So uh, resolve plus. Okay, you roll yours first with an extra dice because you four four i'll take a willpower reroll on that one okay six six okay uh can she possibly succeed hold on i'm trying to i'm trying to do the if she gets a crit then Then we'll tie 
then we'll tie. She's going to burn a willpower and try and re-roll that. Make sure to have it only roll two dice because yes. that's all she has. Yes, yes. That oh, is nope. 110, not that is, two. That is 110, not two. So she goes, Fine. Tell your prince that I will help however I can with my abilities. But I am expecting something a little better than Englewood in return. We're probably going to kill Rick Ward so we'll get Rick Ward's territory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't need to know we're going to kill Rick Ward. That's why I didn't say it in the voice. No, you didn't say it in the voice. That's how I know it wasn't. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Now, show up with a few Sabbat skulls in your hands. You can make all the demands you want. All right. Now she will shake Salem's hand. I firmly shake hands. Not a crushing grip kind of handshake, just a firm handshake. And she says to you, as she says to Salem, we will get your suit ready for you. I'm sure you're going to be using it quite soon. Oh, of course. Uh, and she will turn to Jonathan and goes, it was interesting meeting you. It was something meeting you. And she turns to Kor and says, and it was, well, you were very quiet and I respect that. So thank you. <laughs> I wish I could properly express the face I'm making right now. <laughs> All right. So uh, unless you guys have anything else to say to her, then I believe you're done. Uh, not to her, but I just want to make it known that I did just, um, I burned 20 experience to put a fourth point into dexterity. Okay. All right. Because I realized I have like 28 just sitting there. Damn! Yeah. Did not spend your post-campaign bonus. I didn't know what I wanted to, and then I forgot I had it. I haven't spent it yet, because I need 10 more experience for the thing I want. I get one more, and I'm going to bump my inside up, up, inside up to three. Oh, sorry. No, I don't need 10. I need eight more experience for what I want. Okay. Right. Um, no, my right. investigation up to three, I think. One of them. Okay. It started with an I. I, All right. I don't have anything else I want to say to her. Okay. I will, when, once we all get back into the car, my hands just shoot up into my hair, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck just came out of my mouth? <laughs> that was good negotiating. You did good. Be proud, Johnny. Christ, I'm hanging around the two of you too much. I'm going to choose to take that as a compliment. Right. Let's go find the Bruja. What's all the Bruja about? James Yellowstone. James Yellowstone. Where the fuck is James Yellowstone? Someone tell Where me. Where the or... fuck is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> Where the hey, fuck quick. is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. Where in the we know fuck where all these... is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> we know where all of the other 
uh, barons are, don't we? Can't we just, like, process of elimination go, this is his territory, we'll, well go look for him there? Well, you know where three of their territories are. Uh, you know where Harlem's, you know where Amelia's, and you know where Calvin's are. You don't know where anybody else's are because uh, Harlem is taking care of everybody else. Remember, he, he said that he gets along well with uh, with those guys, so he would take care of them for you. Fair enough. So, you know that he's not in the Illinois Medical District. You know that he is not in Westside, and uh, you know that he is not down in Englewood. You know who we could ask? Wolfbite. Because they're Gangrel Anarch, and Gangrels weren't technically allowed, so they would have all sought shelter with the next closest thing, which is Bruja. That's not a terrible idea. I mean, like, I can go to the last place I saw him two years ago and... Hope that he's still hanging around the abandoned 7-Eleven. Look, vampires are creatures of habit. <laughs> they are. This is true. You know what? I will give you a roll for that. Uh, intelligence plus... Actually, no, let's go with wits plus awareness, because even that, that would be the same amount of dice. But yeah, go with wits plus awareness. See if you can, like, glean where wolf bite is. For me, I'm rolling this. Yeah, you're you're rolling this because you're the one you're the only one who met Wolf Bite before. Okay, easy peasy. Uh, how does four successes five. do? Five. Five successes. Five successes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like you go to the abandoned Seven Eleven, and wouldn't you fucking know, Wolf Bite is still hanging out with the same Nosferatu, and I. Like, I forget what the other vampires that he hung out with. Oh, all he remembers from Nosferatu. But yeah, there's Wolf Bite. I'm just gonna stroll up casually. Shit, I, fuck, what did I do? What did I do? You didn't I, do like, anything. I, I didn't do anything. Then why's the sheriff coming to see can me? I, oh, yeah, can say I, something. Can I, can I sneak up on him, please? Oh, uh, go, come on. Okay, do it. Go ahead and, I can't, I can't go ahead and roll you. it. Oh, I never statted him. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be easy, this, then. This is, no, this is the one vampire he didn't stat. Give me a second. I'm going to just make up an amount of dice for him. I'll go 60-10. All right. Uh, you have to be two successes. Stealth and dexterity, I'm assuming? Yep. Oh, the thing that you just recently got much better at. Yeah. Well, also two him. successes. That's also two successes. Oh, and then um, tied him. Yeah. I'm gonna burn a willpower on this. <laughs> you really want to do this? I really want to do the thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, you you successfully I just, like, I'm, on him. I appear behind him. If you had done anything, you wouldn't have had the chance to ask that. Or please don't scare them. Your Stankai impression is super impressive. We all love it. You're the best. Can not freak out the people we're trying to like talk yeah, to. Yeah, seriously. What the fuck, man? It's funny. It's... No, it really isn't. Okay, it's funny it's a to me. Funny. I'm the Andy Kaufman of vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I lean into Johnny. He's just <laughs> mad because I'm starting to get wise to him, so he's doing it to other people. Oh, I am a little bit mad about that. 
Okay, look. Anyway, that. you haven't done anything. We just need to, I'm just here to ask some questions. You remember me, right? Yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy who like gave me blood and uh. Yeah, we traded I, some blood. Yeah, that was. Mm. Okay, so uh, why, why, why? James Yellowstone. What about him? I'll keep it simple. Do you know? where James Yellowstone's territory is. Might. Okay. What do you want in exchange? He thinks for a little while, then he looks at Kor, and he goes, I want some of his blood. I can't make that offer. Kor? Um, fine. Cool, cool. He waits for you to like produce a neck or a wrist or something wrist. Okay, and uh, yeah, he'll chomp down on that wrist and he'll take some of your blood, and this guy's just fucking collecting powers, apparently. That's his, that's his deal. Secret final boss. Secret <laughs> final boss. I can't wait for the again, again sequel campaign where two years later Johnny Wolfbite Kepler is the secret final boss of the third campaign. <laughs> he just it turns out Johnny Wolfite Kepler is actually Kane. Then what does Kane need to collect powers then, <laughs> dumbass? You think Kane would have some better taste in haircuts? <laughs> have you seen There's the official art for Kane? No, he does not. You're right. <laughs> also, like if he has if if Kane had all disciplines, then he could just like fucking shapeshift into whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, uh, he goes, yeah, uh, yeah, James hangs, hangs out around Grand Boulevard, uh, just listen for the people fighting, because, like, he runs a fight club. Grand Boulevard. Oh. Why am I not surprised? Okay. Oh, I'm standing in the back for this one. All right. So, keep the car. I know we, I know we're undead, but I, I still feel the need to take some penicillin now. I'm sure they brush their teeth. Teeth are very important for our kind. We regrow our teeth. Yeah, I can't say I've ever had opportunity to find out. <sighs> okay. So yeah, you you head to uh, Grand Boulevard and. Go hunting for a fucking fight club. Go hunting for. I have a thing that helps with that. Okay. What do you have that that helps with that? I have heightened senses, which I stupidly did not bother to put the, uh, like actual text oh. in for. Whoops. I I know what it is basically off the top of my head, but I'll okay. uh, I'll look it up while I tell you. Heightened senses is basically just like any role that it's basically like ah uh, any role that would require a. Uh, hearing or seeing, I get my Auspects bonus in, which I have three right, Auspects. I, I deafened you one time with that. Did. <laughs> so go ahead and, uh, and roll Blew that. Blew their ears out with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so what do you want me to roll then for hearing and seeing? Uh, I would say probably Wits and Awareness. I can do that. Uh, that's three. Three. Yep. three successes. Yeah, that's that's enough to um like you, 
keep an ear out and like you hear the sounds of fighting and then like you go one way and it gets louder and then you go another way and it gets a little quieter so you know you're going the wrong way and eventually you find it's just walking with my eyes closed and core and jonathan just have their hands on either shoulder just like well i just say hot and cold while we walk <laughs> just making sure that you don't fucking like run into traffic or something yeah not that traffic could hurt you but still it would be extremely inconvenient it would be it, it's, you would have to spend a couple whole minutes regenerating uh the damage that the car did to you getting hit by a car would be extremely inconvenient for me i'm just saying yeah i, I mean same irl <laughs> Well, I mean, if we're talking IRL, then yeah. I gotta think about it. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, you managed to find your way to the Fight Club, and uh, it's it's fucking popping off. Uh, it's it's not super big. It's not like the movie where there's like 80 people in a fucking warehouse just like wailing on each other. It's only a couple people big, but you do from what you do see uh they are all vampires and they are all just fucking going hog wild with their vampire abilities and just like one one guy punches a man so hard that uh when he slams into the concrete the concrete cracks car i think this might be your show just like in my japanese animes <laughs> no do you watch much anime, core? I didn't actually, didn't actually say that. <laughs> you did it in the voice, though. You did it in the voice, though. Timothy did do it in the voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a binding contract. If you don't want it to be in character, don't say it in, in character voice. Anyway, eventually... A little, little undisciplined, but I, I, I appreciate the enthusiasm. Eventually, uh, someone looks over at you, and... We're just uh, standing in the doorway, menacingly. Yeah, they, they look over at you, and one guy goes over his shoulder. Hey, boss! Sheriff's here! And, um... And out walks James Yellowstone. Uh, he does look exactly like he is, is depicted in the, um, handout. Uh, he's got a, a young mohawk. Bruce Willis with a lot of tribal tattoos and a bad mohawk. Yeah, uh, he's, he's got a he's got a mohawk. He's got some uh, tribal tattoos. Uh, he's wearing like a An leather, leather jacket. jacket. Yeah, uh, there's some blood stains Dirty. on his on his shirt. Doesn't seem to uh, bathe. Yeah. I don't think he uses gel to get his hair like that. <laughs> if he had cyberware, I'd say he was the Cyberpunk 2077 NPC. So he looks over at you, and he goes. So what do I owe the pleasure of this honorable sheriff and their friends coming to visit us? My first instinct was to turn to Salem and say, are we friends? But I think I know the answer to that. We're at least close acquaintances. How about that? <laughs> well, I'm here to talk business. If you'd be uh, interested, uh, he turns around, he turns to the other guys and he goes, "You hear the fucking Kimmy? I'm here to talk business. It's all fucking like formal and shit." They they all get 
they all like get a chuckle out of that. It's, it's not like a ball busting hilarious thing, but yeah, they're you're, they're making fun of Camarilla, so it's gonna get a little bit of a laugh. And uh, he's like, "All right, let's talk business." I'm making room for Core to talk if he wants to. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of your you're the talkie. I don't know. You can, just because I'm the talkie doesn't mean you can't talk. Though. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want I don't want it just to be like the fucking Salem Jones show starring Salem Jones. Yeah. Even if I did make, like, a social character, it's just, like, I don't know, I feel bad You do the talky episodes, I do the fighty episodes. Jonathan does the... Both? A little bit of everything? Jonathan cooks. (laughs) You do do that, it's true. Anyway, who wants to do a thing? Who wants to talk business before this guy, like, gets bored and just leaves? Well, we make the offer and we see what he wants. Okay. I'm gonna just fucking... Remember that time that I was talking with Luke, and I just, like, got real casual with him? Yeah. I'm gonna do that again. Okay, go for it. Okay. So you want... You've got a slice of territory that you've been moving on. We both don't understand that. So... Yeah. Rather than rounding out, rounding up a bunch of people and butting heads together over this, I'm here to make you an offer. There are Sabbat in the city, and we want them gone. You help us get rid of the Sabbat, we give you the territory. So, sounds to me like Camarilla don't want to get their fucking hands dirty. Because of course they don't want to get their fucking hands dirty. So you're coming to us to get our hands dirty for you. And you're throwing table scraps our way to make it sound like a great deal. We're making you an offer. You handle, problem for, handle a problem for us and we make nice. Otherwise, we'll deal with that problem and then you. <laughs> Sounds like there's at least one Camarillo in the city who's willing to get their hands dirty. All right. Okay. Make you a deal, Nos. Fight me. Oh. All right. Fight you want, fight you get. All right. So, uh, he leads you into the middle of the thing. He goes, rules? One? You can use any powers you fucking want. Except for the ones that, like, explicitly make you blow up from the inside. I know there's some Tremere in the city that can do that. No five-finger death punch, got it. Right. Uh, second? No fucking holding back, man. I'd be insulted if you did. Alright. Where do we stand on outside interference? No, no, no. This is one-on-one between me and him. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna let it be said that I'm gonna that I cheated in order to get my way. All right, strength and brawl. I was more more thinking about me cheating, but okay. Oh, oh, you cheating, okay. Uh, So he takes a fighting stance and he goes, all right, let's do this. Uh, Yeah, strength and brawl, if you wanna fight. He's also going to roll uh, strength and brawl. Okay. And also what he is going to do before he does that He's going to That's rouse. six, by the way, for core. Uh, he gets hungrier. 
six versus five. Core wins by one. Six versus five. Core wins by one. So uh, core deals one pip of health damage. We're only doing we're doing what is known as like the three round uh, combat situation. So after three rounds, we're gonna see like who's in the better who's in uh, the better way, and then we're just gonna like fucking quit because I don't feel like rolling all night to see what goes on. Uh, you punch him, and he goes, "Oh, okay, all right, yeah, you got a little uh, you got a little pip to your step. Cool. You fight pretty good for someone with no training. Yeah, I also can do this, and uh, he's going to make he's going to rouse." Again, he gets hungrier again, and uh, he's gonna make. You know, he just he moves fast. He does move fast. Uh, like I, I know this isn't a specific power, but like celerity specifically allows you to like move ultra fast. So he's gonna get uh, he's gonna get three attacks in. You can still get one in. So he did say that he's gonna fucking like just that powers were allowed. So uh, I'm gonna. You go ahead and roll your one, and I'm going to roll my three. He's not going to rouse okay. for this, though. He's not. He's not going to lethal damage. I don't think you want to do or lethal body because that like that's only for mortals. That no, I can do to... ignore armor stuff, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you like want ignores ignore... arm at one point of armor per blood potency of the user here. Okay, yeah. Then um, so I would hit harder, but I would do like actual damage i i will i will say rather that than just like add, brawling I, I will say that instead of um that instead of ignoring armor because he has no armor uh you can deal at, at one extra point of uh non-aggravated damage to him okay and i i'm also gonna rouse okay so you do not get hungrier so you can add one uh dice to your pool one dice to your pool red okay so you so go ahead and same roll. check yeah, same check. Uh, this is going to be his With first. a plus one. Yes. Okay, that's five successes. Uh, this Only this first attack is going to negate uh, any damage that would be done. Any extra damage that would be done. He negates two damage out from that five. So he takes three. Three. Okay, and then these next two, um, you have to roll some sort of defensive measure. Uh, so... Okay. Uh, how, how do you want to defend against them? Uh, I'm gonna just, you know, get real dodgy. Okay, so fighting. athletics uh, and dexterity, I think. Uh, it would either be dexterity and athletics or dexterity and brawl. But either, either way, or. yeah. Okay, dexterity and brawl then. Okay. Oh, okay. He only rolls one success on that. Actually, he's gonna burn willpower on that. Probably shouldn't bother. No, well, I already, I already said that he was going to, so I'm going to stick to that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you successfully completely negate his second attack. Yeah, I do the fucking um, Muhammad Ali, just like casually dodging all the shit. Yeah, and then uh, and then here comes his third attack. Uh, can he right. rouse that? Hold on. Um, yeah, I'm gonna rouse that real quick. Or will power okay. that. So I know I only get to roll roll two. <laughs> okay. He's not doing great. No. I'm doing fantastic. You're, you're you can't rolling touch like, me. You're rolling like hot shit. Holy damn. I'm okay. rolling stuff I have fours in. You know what? That's I'm real good eight, at fighting, by the way. Yeah, that's that's eight successes. Um, so Just really good at rolling dice. So, actually, honestly, I said it was only going to be, uh, I said it was only going to be three. 
rounds, but uh, he, when he realized, when he even goes super speed and he can't land a punch on you, and he's like, you know what, you know what, fuck it. I call it, call it, I know when I'm beat. I know when I'm beat. <sighs> You're pretty fast, I gotta admit. You could do some real damage if you had some training. All right, yeah, okay. Obviously, you know how to handle yourself, and the sheriff's gotta do something, and then, yeah, there's... Okay, fair, look, I'm in. Like, I, I don't know... You guys are obviously tough enough to do this yourself, so outsourcing it is really just saving you some trouble. Uh, so here's the deal. The Sabbat are stirring up trouble. You don't have to get your hands dirty, but if you want to, feel free. All we want, names, locations, and just general plans if you can get them. Alright, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Hey, maybe we'll do some training together in the future. You're not mad. You just need a little polish. I reach up, I extend my hand to shake. Question. Yeah? Are you going to flip him if he shakes your hand? No, that's super rude. Okay. Is he going to? No, I was just I was we going had to the say fight done. I was I was going to say he was going to roll to see if you were going to fucking like flip him after. No man, we bonded okay. through punches. Okay. That's that's fine. I'm just making sure that he gets a roll to see if you're trying to like deceive him. So, he it's, will be... it, that'd be really fucking counterintuitive. I'm trying to get this dude on my side. I beat him up to make him agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Ape, it really is just like your Japanese anime. <laughs> <laughs> we bonded through our muscles. He he does that handshake where he like grabs your forearm and shakes instead of like grabbing your hand. I grab his forearm and shake. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "All right, cool. Heads up, guys, we're hunting Sabat." And uh, some... do you do this often? Always the same place? Yeah, pretty much. Like fairly regularly, as long as we're not like you know having to fight fucking camis who are thinking that they can bust into our territory. No, yeah. I might drop by. This is fun. I don't really get a chance to cut loose very often. Yeah, yeah. You're real fun to fight. Like you get you hit my you kick my ass, but you're real fun to fight. Ah, uh, yeah. Just experience. Went toe to toe with the werewolf once. Uh, he looks at the scars on your eyes and he's like, mm, "Okay, I need to see what yeah. the fuck happened to the werewolf." Well, I didn't kill him, but I didn't die. Yeah, that's, that's about as much as we can all ask. Alright. So, congratulations. You have all of the Anarchs on your side. Cor Satriano, did you make a friend today? They've made a friend. Look at Not you. Not a complete monster. I appreciate physical prowess. So the Anarchs are dealt with and they are going to do all the legwork we need on the Sabbat. So FBI or Rick Ward, which one do you think is going to be the worst to deal with? Well, that's an interesting question because one of them will be worse if we leave them. 
Alright. Rick Ward's an idiot. Let's put that on the table so everyone can see it. No argument. Is he dumb enough to interfere with us if we're going after the Inquisition? I'm the sheriff of Chicago, so yes. So you say he's dumb enough. I would... Did I ever tell the two of you... So sometimes I see things. You know, I'm a Malkavian. Sometimes it happens. When I was negotiating with all of the primogems, along with... I want to call him Vetinari. His name is not Vetinari. He's not that cool. Virginio. When I was helping negotiate with the primogens alongside Virginio, I saw... saw Stank Eye kill Rick Ward. And I made an effort to convince him so he'd stay alive. Question. Yes. Why? Because I wanted Virginio to have less unchecked power after presumably taking the prince's seat. I wanted this to be above board and legitimate so that we didn't all devolve into Camarilla infighting. You know, the thing that happens. And then he did it anyway. He did the one thing I was trying to prevent. The man has no sense of... How do I put this? He finds a hornet nest and sticks his dick in it. In, yeah, in so many words, yeah, yes. He is going to do the stupidest possible thing if he thinks he can benefit somehow. All right. Now, I'm not saying that we have to tackle Ward first, because despite all the talking I do, I do appreciate all of your opinions. I just wanted my to put my perspective on the man on the board. All right, so no matter what, you're of the opinion that no matter which one we deal with, the other will interfere. Then the question is so isn't so much that it's which one will cause more problems if they interfere. Speaking of interference, there's a thought. Does Ward know the Second Inquisition is in town? I wouldn't put it past him to have called them in himself. He was the child. I fucking spit that word out because I hate saying it. (laughs) Of Pilsner. It's not unheard of that he's pulling those strings. I would like to get him out of the way because if we can because if we can unite the Camarilla by getting him out of the way then we can deal with the outside problems much faster. See, I've got a thought that we keep up with our momentum here and try to have one problem solve another again. Because what if Ward doesn't know the Second Inquisition's in town? What if we tell him and he doesn't know and we convince him that 
there's no way he's coming out successful on the other side of this civil war if he starts it with the town full of FBI agents. Hmm. Well, that would give him another plate to spin, you're saying. Yeah. Because, I mean, that the Anarchs are handling all of our groundwork. They're handling all our preliminary investigations, but we still got to handle the Sabat one way or the other. We could have our other two problems just, like, cancel each other out to the greatest degree possible while we handle the Sabat. Give us a lot more breathing room, I think. Here's the thing, though. You're going to think this is pretty mercenary of me. If we convince Ward to step down, then it's going to be a lot harder to get him to give up all of that territory. Though I guess we can just kick the can down the road. I'm I'm not even talking about having him step down right now. I'm, I'm just talking like we rock up to his front door. We act like we're going to try and talk him down, but really we're just trying to feed him the intel that this power play is going to be a lot harder for him if he doesn't solve this other problem first. So he handles the second inquisition for us to some degree. Kick him onto the proverbial train tracks? Yeah, and then we go actually handle the Sabbat, get them done. And then we come back and handle whoever's left of that other pair. I like... Okay, I appreciate where you're going with this. Again, Rick Ward is an idiot. He'll fuck this up somehow and make the situation worse for us. How? He's a blabbermouth, he's a talker, he's a moron, he'll somewhere else point... He'll find some way to point the Inquisition in the... Well, in the wrong for us direction, but the right direction for them. Okay, so, like, I I can see that universe occurring. I can see Ward finding out where their HQ is and then, like, sending them a tip or something, but... More like he has... Rick just has all of our shit. Just like where our territories are, where the Primarchs reside, just in his office as, you know, battle plans. And he just leaves them out and they'll, oh look, it's the Second Inquisition. They've killed Rick Ward and they're all in his office. Okay, I mean, we were going to have to deal with them anyways. All that's done is just slightly accelerate their timetable, but we would have all the time in the world because three of our problems are handled. A fair point. I'm just... I just want to say, never underestimate the perfect idiot. I, I, I like... I like the idea of pitting them against each other. I just feel yes. like this is going to have unintended consequences. We can trial run this. We can... How do I put this? We can get in there, get into talk, and see what he's where he's at mentally. And if it doesn't work, we can just stop before we pull the trigger. If it works, we save a lot of time. If it doesn't work, then 
We've at least gone in to talk with him. We know where he's situated. That's not a bad plan. I say we go with it personally. Just All right. let's be cautious yes. about it. He's an idiot. Do you want me to be there as just muscle? Would it make you comfortable for me to be there? Because if not, I'd like to go out and just try to get a general sense of what rewards... Um, what's the word? Are you saying you want to, you want to slip in in Case's place while we go in to talk? I just want to go out there and kind of size up his forces to see what exactly he's playing with. How much of an actual threat is Rick Ward is what I want to find out. Well, I don't really want to meet him at the office. I would try. I would at least try and meet him on neutral ground, I think. So if we can negotiate meeting at a neutral third point, then yeah, go ahead. Especially if we can get him out of the office when you scout his, like, whatever. So I'm fine with it. I don't know about. <laughs> that was completely out of character, but pretend I said it in character. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. All right, Jonathan, you also good with that? Uh, I don't like having the one what is good at combat being absent when we might get jumped for this meeting. But uh, yeah, that's Salem's in charge. I mean, we are a team. Am I? I mean, I trust all of your opinions. I'm sheriff, but that's just because I want, I picked the job so someone stupid and incompetent didn't do it. I don't. Uh, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm just saying if war does decide to jump us, I, I can't fight. Yeah. Rick is dumb enough to be unpredictable. <clears throat> I'd like to go out resource hunting or information gathering, but he is Rick Ward. So I'll hang. I will hang, but I will hang in the shadows. All right. So, as you all are heading, I'm assuming, to go talk to Rick Ward. Hold on. Sorry. I, don't, I hate to interrupt you. I wanted to do something. Okay, go ahead. Hey, remember that, th that thing I have? Premonition? Yeah. I don't have all the text copied again. Sorry. I just remember it being really long. I think I might have it copied for Malkavia Prime. Hold on one second. Uh... I know I can manually try and get a premonition. Basically, I want to try and get a premonition. That's what I'm saying. There we are. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Look, if you're not going to do it for me, then I have to do it myself. Yeah. Uh, making a rouse check. You have to make a rouse check. Okay. Get I get hungrier. Alright, uh, and now use roll resolve plus aspects. Oh five. shit, you got a five! Okay. Number of successes rolled determines the level of insight on the subject, if any. Okay. So, you get a premonition. And what I will say is this. There is no way in hell Rick Ward will go against the Second Inquisition, even if you tell him about it, even if he doesn't know. He's going to be hyper-focused on taking down Virginio. He will take care of the Second Inquisition after that. Yeah, good fucking luck, my dude. 
what I will give you is that if you take care of the second Inquisition, Rick Ward will start getting more allies uh, onto his side to help with his civil war. Uh, namely, Malkavia Prime. Malkavia Prime will eventually just like sort of fall into his side um, and then by ignoring a problem, this problem even longer, both Yvonne and Sandrine, they'll just fucking leave the Camarilla and just go Anarch. They will just join the Anarchs, which would mean that the, that the forces would be pretty even, which would set them pretty well up to actually win if you leave this alone long enough. On the other hand, if you take care of Rick Ward and go after the Second Inquisition, they will have the resources and time needed to be able to strike a ton of targets at once. So it's sort of a fucking damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. One of them is your choice of, do you want there to be an, a civil war where Rick Ward could legitimately win eventually, given enough time, or do you want there to be a second inquisition that is ready for you guys? I can't believe that Ward would just be completely uninterested in solving the second inquisition. Like we keep saying he's an idiot, but I refuse to believe that he's enough of an idiot that he wouldn't be able to figure out that an amassed second inquisition force in the city would not be something he can take care of after his forces are weakened post-civil war. He's going to have a bunch of people die in this. This is not a perfect, this is not going to be a perfect victory. There's no universe where this is going to be a perfect victory for him. I can, I can sort of see it. If he's high on, uh, if he's high enough on his own farts to believe he can take down the prince, he probably thinks he can also deal with the second inquisition. I, I, again, we keep saying this guy's an idiot, but he's been a primogen for how many decades? He's got to have some sense in his head. Actually, how old is Rick Ward? You've never seen some. You've seen people fall upwards. You know how that goes, man. He's a he's like early 1900s. It's like 1905-1910 was when he was embraced. I'll say this guy's got a hundred years of life experience under him. He knows what happens when an insurgent force like wins the battle, but then there's a second opponent just sitting on their doorstep. Mm, unless there's something else going on here. Maybe Rick Ward isn't an idiot, and he's just been pretending to be an idiot, biding his time, and he's actually the one who called in the second condition with an offer of, help me take down the, the prince, and I will be a good little puppet. I... I, I don't know. It's just completely irrational to me to believe that this guy would completely ignore the government-funded specialty vampire hunting force. Also, to be fair, a lot of vampires honestly think that the Second Inquisition does not exist. Okay, Ward can't be one of them. His sire 
had so many fucking contacts in there. Does Rick Ward believe in Santa Claus? <laughs> no. <laughs> which is a shame because I, which I, I don't. Oh God, does Santa Claus exist in the world of darkness? I think he might. Yes, it's like, Kane. Oh, that's. <laughs> Santa Claus is just the oldest mage in the world. I believe it. That or Santa Claus is a fucking uh, changeling. Anyway. Anyway, I'm just saying. It it strikes me as the kind of irrational that he wouldn't be. Huh. I don't know. That I mean, that's that's the answer. That's the premonition you get. No, answer Cat's question. Hmm. What? What was the question? I mean, I mean, it's it's not a question. Well, I, it's an implied question. It's more of an observation. It's just, yeah, Colin, I'm I'm gonna be like real here, and I'm gonna kind of ask you point blank. This guy has a century and change of life experience, and he is sired by the dude. What has? essentially so many contacts in the second inquisition that he can stop them from showing up in Camarilla city. Like he's got to know it's real. It's completely irrational for him to not think that it exists. And I, I can, it, it is irrational to me to think that he is so stupid that he thinks that he will be able to win a civil war perfectly and then be able to immediately turn around and deal with the government-funded vampire hunting unit that has had X amount of days to amass their forces in the city. Go ahead and roll me intelligence plus politics. All right, browsing for this one. Hey, congratulations. You don't get hungrier. Um, Rerolling for that one. Okay. Three successes total. Three successes total. It is possible that what Core said or uh, what Abe said is true, that Rick Ward called them in and would be willing to play nice with them for a little while. Um, what also could be happening is that he did not share all of his sire's contacts with the new prince, so that way when he takes over, Rick Ward can just call in all those favors and say, hey, I'm in charge now. Uh, I'm calling in a bunch of these favors. Stop hunting us down. And just immediately solve that problem. Um, he could also just honestly be that stupid. Like, he, he, he is, a sen- like you said, he is a century in change old, but he's also, him, him being the favorite of the previous prince did not do him any favors in being able to reasonably estimate what he could do. And so he is probably thinking like his predecessor 
despite the fact that his predecessor had far more money and re resources than he does, even as a Ventru who is high generation and, you know, the sire of a prince who was around for 200 plus years. So it could either be, yes, he is that arrogant or he does have contacts that he's holding onto that he just did not reveal earlier or that he legitimately did call them in and like say, hey, I'm willing to do a few favors if uh, if you just leave me and mine alone. Uh, it's hard to tell which, but the the fact remains that Rick Ward is honestly and probably very stupidly not considering the Second Inquisition to be as big a threat as they could be. Like if you eliminated them now, then you would completely justify what he was thinking. And if you don't eliminate them now, then uh, he is going to either be a traitor for a be a traitor to his own people or just completely in overtime. Well how about we test some of those possibilities? Let's just give the fucking second inquisition his home address. I like see it. That's what I would have gone with. <laughs> when you first suggested when you first suggested pitting one against the other, I was like, oh, we're gonna tell the second inquisition where he lives. And then he did the other thing, and I'm like, okay, that's way more fun. I mean you could just tell the second inquisition where they where they live. Where I mean DM has declared that we cannot have it happen in one direction, so maybe let's try and have it happen in the other direction. And if it can't happen in the other direction, then that's information in itself. So, nothing to it but to do it, then. If we can fucking buy a pair of burner phones. We can definitely do that. And then just call one with the other, and then just, like, talk about Rick Ward. I feel like we should probably let, you know, the prince know that we're doing this, so that they don't flip shit when the Inquisition blows up an apartment building. That sounds like something Salem would need to tell me about, mm. if they care. I mean, he did give us carte blanche, basically. There also uh, was the previous concern of what information on the rest of the Camarilla does Rick Ward just have lying around in his place? You know what, why don't you have your meeting? I will poke in his office and see if there is incriminating stuff just lying around. Yeah, all right. Pull all the eyes away from his office for an hour, maybe, and then you get everything volatile out of there, and then we try and sick the government on him. And uh, have like an escape plan. Meet somewhere not on. Meet somewhere favorable to you, because you never know. It was also the previous concern of is he dumb enough to try to jump the sheriff? I mean, he's certainly dumb enough. Maybe I need to round up a posse, I, which I believe is explicitly something I am allowed to do as sheriff. Yeah, yeah, you are. So, is that our plan then? You Sounds feel like out, our plan. 
Rick Ward there. I probably could have phrased that better. Uh, and I will poke into his office and see just what's incriminating evidence he might have just lying around. Okay. All right, so how do you call this meeting? I'll say that you have enough time in, uh, tonight to manage to do this. This will be probably the last thing you do this evening. It's to set up the meeting? Yeah, it's no. It was, well, it's to get the meeting set up and go and go talk to him. You, like, okay. I'm, I'm assuming you. the sooner you want to do it, the better. I mean, like... He's the primogen. He probably just, like, can get his phone number. I mean, even if... Even if, I feel like we could still just be like, Hi, Rick Ward, we'd like to talk to you. We'd like to negotiate. Could you perhaps send a runner over and we can... We can talk in a more secure manner and negotiate a neutral meeting spot. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to make you roll for this because uh, he's currently trying to gather forces. So getting the sheriff on his side would be a pretty big win for him. Oh, he thinks he can convince me. Well, I mean, he's going to try. Whether he act, whether he thinks he will be successful or not, is another manner. But he's gonna at least be like, he's gonna at least give it the old college try. Oh yeah. So he will agree to meet you, the Navy Pier in the. Um, there's actually a stained glass museum at the Navy Pier. That like that's a real thing. Uh, so he'll meet you at the Stained Glass Museum. Because that's not in his territory. Um, so he'll meet you there. Okay. Uh, shit. Uh, so are you going to come? Is Jonathan coming? Yeah, I'll come along. Okay. And I guess, okay, about, like, setting up a posse then. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how you do that i mean like i don't know as the sheriff do i not just have the opportunity to go to like elysium and be like hey who would like to stand witness over a negotiation yeah one of the vampires will agree to it um i i don't have a handout for a rando at the moment just say we have some people it's cool yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously he's going to have some people with him because there's no way he's going to show up without like, bodyguards and stuff. Right, I expected that. So yeah, you meet up at the Stained Glass Museum. Who gets there first? I mean, Rick Ward is the closest, like... You guys are pretty far south, and Rick Ward's stuff is like right up there by it, so he will definitely be there first. Cool. I'm going to let you describe it because it sounded like you were about to, and then I'm going to roll sense the unseen. I mean, it's it's just a really nice museum. It, like it's, I haven't been inside it myself because I've never been to Chicago, but like from from all accounts, it's just a museum just filled with like beautiful stained glass uh, displays and stained glass art and such. But yeah, go ahead and roll sense the unseen. Right. Uh, again, this seems important, so I'm going to rouse. But, oh, um, I actually yeah, failed my rouse this time. For once in his unnaturally long life, Jonathan Ross gets hungry. 
That's two. I I recover willpower pretty well, so I'm gonna. Yeah, I get three. Get three dice on that reroll. Okay. Well, I get three successes. Okay, you don't sense anything. Okay. Hate being told that. <laughs> All right. Um, when you get there, Rickward is uh, is there with a couple of. Um, you can definitely tell that they are also vampires. Um, you, you're not sure which clan, but uh, they definitely look like they're more capable in combat than he is. And uh, he looks up at you and uh, he says, Sheriff. Oh, God, do I want to just call him Ward or do I call him Primogen? I'm not calling him Prince, obviously. <laughs> what does he like to be called? Uh, at the moment, he likes to be called Prince. Definitely not calling okay, him Prince. But what else? <laughs> he preferred pr uh, Primogen when... Um, when he was still playing nice. But the question is, if you're being if you're being diplomatic, would you want to be nice and just call him Prince until you reveal the fact that you're not going to be working for him and then start calling him uh, Ward? See, that sounds fun. Which probably means I'm going to do it. Okay. <sighs> I guess I'll just be like, Hello. Prince Ward. Uh, he, you can definitely tell, like, he's fucking, like, eating that up a little bit. Uh, and he goes, so, you wanted to talk. Let's talk. Right. I have to admit, I'm curious. It's been two years. I assume I don't have to tell you two years from what, but it's been two years. What made you decide to declare Praxis now of all times? Simple. Montanero has his hands full. He can't really concentrate on me too much. At least, this is my thinking of it. Opportunity. Opportunity. Understandable. Opportunity is, uh... Well... You don't always find opportunity. But then I have to ask. Montanero has his hands full. What makes you think that you won't have your hands full? Montanero likes to get things done, at the very least. Whether they get done properly or not, and whether they get done efficiently or not, is another matter. But he likes to get things done. So, at least one of those problems will be, will be done by the time I... Uh, be done by the time I take over. Maybe even two. I figure I can handle whatever's left on the plate. You think you can handle... You Let's abstract this a little bit. I, I, I really would like to get into your, your uh, frame of mind here. I'm really trying to understand you better. Please understand. Let's say there are six problems facing the prince right now. And you being one of them, I sort of incline my head. Mm -hmm. If Montanero solves one problem 
and you have a civil war, you are then left with five problems still. A civil war is not something simple. Technically, it depending on how fast he solves these problems, it'd only be four. And even then, I don't think he's so incompetent that he has six problems going on right now. Maybe. I can't really say I know everything that is on Montanero's mind currently. I almost called him the prince again, but I'm trying to be diplomatic here. (laughs) I just... I have to imagine that you came out here to meet me because you are confident in your ability to solve what ills the kindred society in this city. Wouldn't be declaring praxis if I didn't. Sure. And I assume you agreed to meet me because you think you can convince me just as perhaps I think I can convince you. Would be nice to have someone who knows the job on on the inside already. I understand. But as I see it, you've just offered me a hollow promise of confidence. You've basically told me, don't worry about it. What makes you so confident that you can keep every all of these plates spinning? Because I'm sure you understand. If you fall, we all fall together. Go ahead and roll me... Manipulation... Plus either persuasion or leadership. leadership. I, I don't know. I don't know if how how good your leadership score is, but you can roll that. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, then you can roll persuasion, uh, and he is going to roll resolve plus leadership. Actually. Oh boy. Manipulation. Don't don't, don't worry. He's not that great at both. That's <laughs> right, fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll persuasion plus manipulation. You said. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, I'm going to spend another willpower because I. Okay, so I got four. I don't know exactly what he's going to say, um, but he basically gives you some some more empty platitudes that basically. Basically, he doesn't have a plan. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a plan. Like he 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 says, it's essentially boils down to, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Look, I was sired by Pilzer, and Pilzer was in charge for her how long? Yeah. I got, and, and I inherited so much from him. I got this. Don't worry about it. Yeah, basically that. Okay, so he's basically trying to sell me on the on the Kennedy brand. Yeah. Yeah, nothing ever bad happens to the Kennedys. Oh, that's interesting. That means he doesn't actually have the second Inquisition in his pocket. That or he's not playing that particular hand. He might be dumb. He might be dumb, but he's not. I'm going to reveal the fact that I'm betraying my own kind. Dumb. I wonder if I can get him to tell me what he thinks is going on in the city right now. Actually, okay. Can I roll? Um, I don't know something and insight to see to like dig into this to see if he's lying to me or if he really is just an idiot. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and roll, like, wits plus insight. Uh, actually, I'm gonna rouse before I roll this. Okay. 
Fuck. Oh, well. hungrier. I have three dots in hunger now. <laughs> Insight plus wits. And I still rouse, so I still get the one, right? Yeah, you still get the bonus. It's right. just the, the rouse is to make sure you don't get it. Five dice. So what were you trying to... Oh, yeah, he's definitely, like, keeping something from you. Like, he does not want to say something incredibly incriminating. And with five successes, like, I was I was setting that at, like, a difficulty, too, because he, he he's a pretty bad Ventru, honestly. He mostly relies on his powers, and he's not... And he's trying to, like, be diplomatic about this and not use his powers. Um, but, yeah, he, he probably called the Second Inquisition into town and is, and is in cahoots with them in order to become prince and will probably be in cahoots with them for quite a while until they decide that he's not, uh, useful anymore. And then at which point, you know, think bad things happen. Mm, if we just, if I just fucking call him on and I wonder if I can fucking bust his composure hard enough. Deal fucking willpower damage to this prick. Yeah. I'm not even going to say the second Inquisition. I'm just going to say so I pressed you for assurance and you gave me platitudes and promises. But you haven't given me evidence. So let me change my tack. What makes you so sure that the dog you've got on the leash isn't going to turn around and bite you as soon as you've done what it wants. Roll manipulation plus intimidation. Sure. Uh, he's going to roll composure plus resolve. I don't have very good intimidation. I'm going to... Oh, fuck, I can't rouse again. I am at three hunger. I don't really want to go up again. I will use willpower if I have to, but I don't want to... Uh... Uh, he's gonna okay. use, he's, he's gonna use willpower. Hold on a second. Uh, that's two dice. Okay, so yeah, you have to beat uh, difficulty four. Okay, I have to basically roll perfectly then. I guess I'm spending a willpower. Okay. Fuck's sake. Nope. He says, <laughs> "Which dog? I've got plenty of dogs on leashes. That's what makes." A good venture. So you have to take a point of willpower damage because he's just made you look like a fool in front of basically everyone. Oh shit. Ah, uh, maybe I shouldn't have been so free with spending willpower. I didn't really expect to come into this tonight. And honestly, at that point, he's like, if we're done here, I think I'm gonna leave. I've got some important business to take care of. Of course. All right, and then uh, he and his posse will leave. So let's swing over to core. Let's do that thing. Let's that you do just that said. thing. Yeah. All right. So core. Uh, finding records office is not going to be a role because everybody fucking knows where records office is. Um, what I do need you to roll, however. Uh, is probably dexterity plus burglary or larceny or whatever it's called. It's larceny. Larceny. So go ahead okay. and roll that just to make sure that you don't trip any trip any alarms breaking in. Uh, before I do that, I am 
going to activate Silence of Death. Okay. That doesn't require a rouse, I believe. Correct. Uh, but what does is Unseen Passage. Okay, so go ahead and roll me the rouse, please. I get hungry. Okay, you get, you get hungry. Alright, so you can add an extra dice to the roll. Okay. Larceny plus dexterity, you said? Yes. With a plus one, with one extra dice. That's five successes. That's a good. Yeah. Um, so he has some pretty good alarm systems on his office, uh, but unfortunately, it's all shit that you've encountered I am before. Poor. Yeah, unfortunately, it's all shit for. Unfortunately for him, it's all shit that you've encountered before, so uh, you know how to get past it without tripping it. Like it's good stuff. If you had failed the role, he would have known basically instantly uh, that someone was there and would have sent people to handle it, but you managed to sneak past all those defenses. So next up, I need you to roll me probably intelligence plus investigation to try and find, because that's like you're looking for something specific. Yep. I'm just trying to find, like, does he have information that would help the second inquisition that it was easily accessible if someone were to say get into his office okay so go ahead and roll yeah intelligence plus investigation i'm gonna burn a willpower on that i think yeah it's a good call okay three <laughs> is it's exactly the difficulty that i had set for this so it is fairly well hidden to be fair it is not a place where most normal people would look um maybe even your run-of-the-mill police officer wouldn't look there maybe the fbi would miss it if if they were only like sort of okay at their job but like a, a good fbi agent could have found it but like a like one that was just like there for the paycheck uh would probably miss it but you managed to find it like you like you pry open like you pry up some uh boards and then there's like a safe under there and you like unlock the safe and the and eventually you just get your way into this area and yeah there's there's some battle plans um no names there are no names on there but definitely there are places marked where there are known like locations information that would have helped the second inquisition yeah like the the second inquisition could be like huh all of these exes coincidentally all these exes that we know were vampires coincidentally are vampires i'm guessing that these other exes must also be vampires cool i'm gonna take all that shit okay and you know what while i'm here okay we'll do some shopping <laughs> I okay. figure Rick Ward probably has some nice stuff that I could give to my great-grandson. Yeah, great yeah. Yeah, I'll, with five successes, yeah, you find something. You find uh, some... I find some... Like, I like it's a really, really nice fountain pen. It's actually exactly. still in the packaging. He hadn't taken it out yet. He probably just bought it. Yeah. And it, now exactly. it's mine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you find this pen and you, like, pocket it. And as you pocket it, you see that you're... You feel your phone starting to buzz, and when you look at your phone, 
It is an unknown number, but with a Chicago area code. I was just thinking about you. All right. Yeah, I'll answer. When you answer, he go, uh, you hear a voice extremely scratchy, extremely fucking edgy as shit going. Which do you care about more? Your Renfields or your descendant? All right. First of all, I get the reference. Second, fuck you. Make a choice. Go to one. The others die. If you don't choose any, they all die. And then he hangs up. Well, shit. Uh, I should probably get out of this office. Yeah, you probably should. You should probably make a choice and go for either your great-grandson or your ghouls. Uh, I like my ghouls. They are useful, but my great-great-great-grandson is kind of the last moral attachment on Earth I have. Two security for my uh, haven. Does that like affect anything at all? Uh, it it probably won't in this case. Honestly, like it, it it it's two security, but this guy is fucking good. Just Colin's way of saying I didn't actually remember that that's true, but yes, <laughs> I had this choice planned weeks ago, and I'm going to make you make it. Exactly. Fucking cat calling me out here live. <laughs> Uh, I can always I can get more ghouls I can't make another I can't make another great grandson that, I mean you can't that eventually sailed. <laughs> this isn't twilight I don't have a load stored in there <laughs> alright so yeah um, you haul ass to uh, Chicago hospital which is legitimately like the name of the hospital it's it's not like me not coming up with a name no it's literally called chicago hospital uh and um when you it like you don't even need to enter the uh the the doors you feel your phone uh you feel your phone buzz before you get there and um and it's just a text message that says uh i see you've made your choice and that's it and you chose correctly, so you will be rewarded. I'm not destroying your ghouls. <laughs> Gonna have to put out a want ad. Make some <laughs> Craiglid's posts. Wanted. Idiots who are type-lipped must be good at video games and willing to be slightly anemic. Full of blood preferred. Plus questions, a plus. Uh, Alright. Did they, like... All right, so I'm going to confirm that my great-great-grandson, who we just named David, mm-hmm. is, you know, alive and with all of his blood and organs and limbs and such. Like, if you want to, like, cover your face up uh, somehow and get in there and, like, ask if you can see... Um... People wearing, like, masks in the hospital is not unusual. Yeah, there we go. Also, poor can just fucking turn invisible and walk around. Oh, true. This is this is true. He could just turn invisible. And I mean, walk he can, he'll still show up on camera, but yes. I mean, it's not too hard to confirm that yes, uh, David is still there and alive. He's actually currently in surgery, helping a car crash victim. All right, all right. So, not dead. Good. 
I am gonna leave the pen on his desk since I'm here. I mean, you know. Are you gonna write a little to, uh, from Santa on it as well? To Santa, you better fucking appreciate this. <laughs> to Santa? From Santa. From Santa. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, uh, when and then you... yeah, I'm gonna go back to my apartment. Is like my apartment still there? Or did he just kill my ghouls? The apartment is there. There, however, is a lot of there are a lot of police on your street because uh, they're because you can, you can sneak past them like you've got the invisible touch and shit. Um, there was a lot of gunfire and there uh, there was a lot of screaming and yeah every single solitary ghoul you own is dead all right it's like dad always said don't get mad get even but i do need a place to stay tonight shit <laughs> there's always fish face yeah i guess i'm heading for sewers and uh, <laughs> I mean, you also could have asked either the either people you are friends question mark with. You got your own problems. Besides, I, I've spent nights in the sewers before. It's no big deal. Yep. I'm just going to wait for them to clear out and I'll get my apartment back. Yeah. So when you arrive, Fishface uh, says, Cool, lovely to see you tonight. Uh... Unfortunately, news travels fast in these modern times. I'm sorry to hear that you're going to have to start your little collection over. Uh, well, I. Alright, um. I got a phone call before it happened telling me to make a choice between them and my great great grandson chose the great grandson. Huh. Well, he's harder to replace. I suppose, I suppose. Also, I just got him this nice pen and I didn't want it to go to waste. Fair. Point being, I'm still very mad about the ghouls, though. Those were my ghouls. Yes, uh, I, I have a feeling that we, I might know who's behind it. Uh, you said you got a phone call. Um, let me guess. Scratchy voice, kind of edgy, uh, uh, just mm -hmm. in general, it sounds like he's trying way head. too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, it's obvious who that is. Uh, we haven't been able to get a good beat on him. He's very good at avoiding, he's very good at avoiding detection, but we did manage to get one picture of him. Kind of shady. You can't really ma even make anything out. We think he might be second Inquisition. It's hard to tell. Honestly. Hmm. Hold on, let me do something. Star 69. The number you have dialed is no longer in service. And by that, I mean Star 69. I don't think Star 69 exists anymore. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah. It would have been way funnier if you're like, oh, um, <laughs> I didn't think that existed anymore. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, he wouldn't have answered. It's, he, in all honesty, 
if it's uh if it's anything like you guys he bought a burner flip phone called you from the burner flip phone and as soon as he figured out what choice you made he texted you and just snapped the thing in half and threw them in two different t- trash cans all right i have a nemesis now i'm going to tear his head off and use it as a basketball all right so then does uh does core manage to get a hold of the others in order to share what and also yeah i should probably warn them about shit too yeah come to think of it yeah you should probably do that so uh, yeah i will send them i will call them uh i'll call well no i'll I'll call i'll text jonathan because if uh, if salem is still talking to rick i don't want to interrupt that so i'm just going to send a text to jonathan Okay. Urgent need to talk if possible. If if this comes in post meeting, like I'm not gonna oh, yeah, check my yeah. phone in the middle of the meeting. Yeah, this comes in post meeting. Like all, all this took a while to happen. Like between breaking into the thing and finding the evidence and then having to go to the hospital and then the sewers. It, it took a while. Alright. Ask Core where he's at. Figure we need to reconvene to exchange information, anyways. More important. I just got a phone call, and then all of my ghouls are dead. Can you say that on? Can you say that on TV? (laughs) (laughs) Phone call from some strange from a strange. We don't know who he is. Fishface thinks he's second in position called me, offered a choice between my great-great-grandson and my ghouls. And my ghouls are gone now. Seeing as you have that human you keep around, um... Okay, so we have definitely reconvened at the sewers. Just just for for clarity. Yeah, I would say so. I I mean, unless Kor is just so fucked up that he's breaking protocol. Yeah. Oh, Kor's so fucked up he's breaking protocol. Do you not have a burner phone? No, wait, no, burner phone wouldn't Burn phone wouldn't that shit's still tapped. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, course sensible enough. Like he's mad about his ghouls, but he's not distraught about it. If it so, was yeah. his okay. great great, if it was his great great grandson, then he'd probably be breaking protocol. Okay, so yeah, y'all y'all are in the sewers. Actually, I would probably tell Jonathan just like go home right now, and then talk with Salem. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I won't question it. I'll go home right now. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fairly late. Uh, like it, the the morning is about to come, so uh, Anna is currently asleep. Uh, like I said, she usually goes to bed around like four a.m. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't look like anybody's gotten in or like messed with her, so uh, she is at least safe for now. All right. Well, uh... I, I, like I'm trying to like think. Over the phone, I would try to convey to you the idea that someone is messing with us and that Anna might not be safe, but not, you know, spill out any, you know, vampire details. Start a vampire discord call. (laughs) We should really have, like, code language at this point. If if Colin is willing to just allow that Core communicates that information to me. Yeah, that's that's fine. Like... People can convey over the phone that their loved ones are in trouble all the time without it sounding like vampire stuff. Okay. 
who do I know that could protect her? There's a couple oh, man. options. There's a couple options here. Like, number one, Annabelle. Yeah. Number two, I mean, I could literally just go to the prince and be like, hey, you have got this really important job for me, but I am going to be precipitously less effective if my plus one uh, dies or is in peril for an extended period. Can I just like put her with you for a bit and just like trust you not to fuck with her? Okay. There's also Luke, but I feel like that makes Luke a target. I mean, also, technically there's Stankai, if you could find him. He's <sighs> probably the fucking scariest thing in the city, aside from the literal wizards who can boil your blood. I would not trust Anna with Stankai <laughs> for any amount of time. One picosecond is too long with that piece of shit. You think I'm bad about the sneaking up on you and going boo? That's all he does. That's how he hunts. Except the parts where he sneaks up on you and says snap. <laughs> That's your neck. Yeah, no. Uh, Anna is getting therapy and is medicated. I'm not going to put her in that environment anyways. So... It's either Annabelle or the Prince. The Prince is the safer option, but also I trust him less. Uh, uh, fuck. You know what? I'll put my, fuck. I'll put myself in debt to the Prince over this. <laughs> it's that important. All right. So yeah, uh, the you'll have to do it the next morning because it is extremely late. Yeah, no, I'll um, I'll write a note for okay. Anna. Okay. And just say like there is. Uh, she knows Cor. Like, like yeah. She lived in Cor's house for a couple of days. Yeah. So I can just write a note and be like. Th there's a job that Salem Core and I are on right now, and Core's little pack of people got shot to shit last night. The second you wake up, get your shoes on, go to this address, present this note to the person at the front door. I'll have a follow-up phone call as soon as I'm awake. All right. And then I'll write a second note that's like a letter of introduction for Anna. It's like, hello, my prince. This is Jonathan. This is my ghoul Anna. You know her. I'm just being hyperformal because I'm hyper stressed out. I'm sure you've heard about what happened to Kor's ghouls. I would be considerably less effective on the tasks that you've given me if mine isn't taken care of. Please and thank you. All right. So does Salem want to do anything before the night is over? I mean, as long as I make sure that Core is okay after like that phone call or whatever, I follow up with Jonathan and I go home. 
you know, I just keep things normal. I don't have anybody in particular that I need to keep protected. Okay. And so the night ends. Everybody gets five experience points. Hooray. Did a major thing. If you finished one of the major things, you started up the other thing, and then, uh, and then you figured out how the fucking Fennec is fitting into this whole situation. I just need three more experience. Yeah, you'll probably get it next time. I'm using nine experience to put a point into investigation, and also interrupting you. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, that's fine. Um. If anybody knows what they're spending their experience points on now, please say so. So we've got we've got uh, twenty experience going to what? Okay, I put twenty earlier into a fourth point in dexterity. Okay. And just now, because you gave me five more, I had nine left over from that. Or eight. So I put nine into investigation to put a third point to that. Now I have four. Cool. What is Salem spending theirs on? You know, just to get these, like, squared away, I'm just going to... I'm spending 15 XP, uh, bumping Obfuscate up to 2. Okay. For uh, Cloak of Shadows and Unseen Passage. Alright. And I know that Cat is saving up to 20 for another point in Blood Sorcery. Yup. All right. So, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I hope my players had fun playing. And we'll see you all next time when they decide to, I guess, try and solve the Rick Ward problem. <laughs>